This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, hour two is here. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And Charlie's trying to get our guest rounded up. If he doesn't, we'll probably talk about it anyways. Which issue? The lobster. Oh, lobster. Let's wait until we know if we won't get Andrew, because I'd, like, I'd really like to hear his views on that. And by the way, for those of you that don't know Andrew Gruel, he is, unlike most chefs because typically the restaurant world is full of individuals that are more left-leaning than right-leaning right not not andrew gruel he's yeah. the opposite much more he is way way the opposite he has been with us by the way for those of you that maybe don't know he has been with us and coming on air all through covid because keep in mind back in the day he was one of those guys that went out and started a nonprofit to help restaurants that had gone under with all of the covid lockdowns andy well, uh, if I may, mm-hmm. getting back into the politics of it, how many restaurant owners and managers do you think have moved rightward over the last two years? Not enough. Not enough. Obviously not enough, but do you think some have? I, I, I believe, think some have, but not enough. Look, the left has wrecked decimated their world. Them. Yes. Yes. Decimated them, Andy. And I don't understand why they wouldn't be on that's on our side, period. No matter what. All of them should be. Um, well, most of them are simply uh, people of the left, and I think it's basically two things. First of all, of course, social issues, abortion, so forth. When you're rooted in those, you do not budge, you do not move, and those become— Even though you lost your business. And those become your single issue, yes. Okay. And we saw that in the last election. But secondly, of course, immigration, because many of their workers, you know, they benefit from a mm-hmm. wide-open border. Mm-hmm. Agree. And, and I, I think it's really twofold in those areas. Agree. I agree with that. So, anyways, if we get Andrew on, fine. But you know, to your point, he was one that uh, that that was on that side of the uh, aisle very early on. Oh, was he? Yeah, we had him on clear back at the beginning of COVID, and uh, yeah, he just he's just an awesome guy. He is. He is. I've interviewed him. I, I like him a lot. Yeah, no, he Do is. We have him on? He is awesome. All right, so let's let's get let's get Andrew going. Andrew, Chef Andrew Gruel, what's going on, sir? Hey, how you doing? We're talking about you. We're talking about how, first of all, and you're in this world, you're in the in the restaurant world, but, but Andrew, you know, why is it that more restaurant owners, especially a lot of them that come from the left side of the aisle, why have they not moved over knowing what the left did to their their livelihood? Well, it's a great question, and I actually have an answer because I see it day in and day out. Most of these people running restaurants now are working 14 to 16 hours a day. They're limited. Their news is limited to the headlines, and we all know who runs most of the headlines. It's propaganda. It's an arm of the existing government. These headlines 
are the opposite of the truth to the story. I always tell everybody, read the story from the end first, because then you actually get the truth buried in paragraph 75. So when you live your life just reading these headlines, um, it's hard to understand because there's so much spin out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. All right, talk to us about the war on lobster, and does it, in fact, start at the White House? Well, look, you know, when it comes to the White House's role in the war on lobster, I'll say two things. Number one, interestingly, that a couple days after the news started to break about the insanity related to the regulations on the main lobster industry, the White House served hundreds of fresh lobsters at their correspondence dinner. Of course right? they did. I saw that as symbolic and thought to myself, Good for them. I'm assuming a statement is coming along with this. The next morning, Jill is walking to the um, the plane or, you know, the, the Dream Team bus picking them up, and she's wearing a muumuu or a shawl or something with lobsters all over it. So, again, I thought to myself, here comes the statement. Then, of course, no statement, and they backpedal. The story here is why are the main lobster fishermen being punished for a problem related to the right whale population that they are totally independent from they have no relationship with the right whales and if anything the main lobster fishermen are actually the deputies of the ocean they're the ones out there on the waters day in and day out you know fixing things yeah. keeping it clean making sure that the, the, the marine stewardship is being understood um, and there has never been a mortality of a right whale connected to a lobster fisherman. So the science isn't there to back these claims. It's nothing more than virtue signaling. And sadly, the main lobster fishermen are the scapegoats here. Chef Andrew, how do they even allege it? That's what I don't understand, because I agree with you. The science isn't there, but they seem to allege it anyway. And a lot of people have bought into this, actually believing that these lobster fishermen are killing whales. Well, you know, if you think about it just on a very kind of simple intellectual level, you have right whales swimming through the water in this kind of, you know, the Bay of Maine, we'll call, we'll call it, right, along the coast there. And then who's populating those waters? The lobster fishermen. Who's dropping traps along those waters that could be, you know, simply seen as nets or interference to their migratory route? The lobster fishermen. The reality is nobody's talked about the cruise ships, um, and the massive shipping vessels that are going in and out of these waters that could just be crushing these whales and nobody would know it because you wouldn't even feel it based on the size. Ultimately, you'd just see the carcass. There have been, albeit only a few, documented entanglements with the lobster lines. But since the last entanglement, which was almost 20 years ago, <laughs> the National Marine Fisheries Service has regulated the lobster lines to make it so that they snap if something swims into them, and the lobster fishermen have obliged out of their own pockets, I must add. It's not like the National Marine Fisheries Service says, oh, well, you got to change all your lobster lines. Here's the money to do so. No, the fishing industry has to do it on their own dime, and they've done so without loud complaint. So that, I think, is why they're getting scapegoated. Now, people have also asked me, well, what, what, what's the value in crushing the main lobster industry. And I also have an answer for that. It's that they are independent entrepreneurs. Most yep. fishermen work right. for themselves. That's right. um, there's hundreds of them. And as is the case with government, they want to centralize everything. So to have hundreds and hundreds of independent entrepreneurs and fishermen managing 
a fishery and running that part of the ocean, that is a threat to somebody who wants to centralize our food systems or any any kind of massive yeah. business for that matter. Great point. Okay, what's the bottom line? And what I mean is the real bottom line for restaurants that want to serve lobster. How's this affecting them? Well, they need to keep doing it. Um, they need to work directly with the main lobster fishermen to communicate the right messaging on the uh, table side. Um, chefs can speak out, and they should be speaking out, and it's disappointing to see a lot of chefs who aren't speaking out and other people in the industry advocates for sustainable seafood because when it comes to sustainability, which is the backbone of everything we do, um, it, the main lobster fishery is the most iconic fishery when it comes to maintaining um, kind of the, the, the marine ecosystem. So that's all they've got to do and just stop believing this BS. Look, if Whole Foods wants to pull lobster, and just so everybody knows, Whole Foods is not distributing that much main lobster on no. a store-by-store basis. Right. So they're virtue signaling. Yep, that's exactly what they're doing. They, uh, th- this is not about the plight of the lobster when it comes to Whole Foods. This is simply their message. That's all they're doing, as you just said, Chef Andrew. Yeah, and look, and also, just so you know, whole, just some of the inside info, Whole Foods has their own system of sustainability where they certify and they follow all these international certifications or third-party certifications. They want to create their own. They want to own the um, sustainability stamp supply chain, if you will. And they um, they don't want, they, you know, it's easier for them to stand up and say, oh, look, we do our own research, and we are the voice. We are the governing body. This is all part of a play for them. Mm-hmm. Never believe anything as a moment in time. It's all about it's all about something in the future that's already been predetermined. Great point. Andrew, how would this even, I mean, Whole Foods being just one distributor, but how would this even affect the lobster industry overall when someone like Whole Foods does it? I know you said it doesn't, but what I mean is this. Lobster is not something that you generally make at home. It's something you almost never make at home. Unless you're on the East Coast. Unless you're on, I guess if you're on the East Coast. But for those of us who are not, in case you notice, Colorado is not a coastal state. Um, lobster is something you go out for. Correct. I might make steak at home. I'll make burgers at home. I'll make a lot of things that I go out for. I'll also make at home, but never lobster. Would that eat? I mean, is there even much of a percentage of lobster sold in stores anyway? Well, not, it won't make it, it might not have the fina- the immediate financial impact on a grand scale, but also keep in mind that other organizations follow what Amazon and Whole Foods say. Ah, true. So they gotcha. might, you know, you're going to have a lot of these little There's guys the kicker. Say, well, if they're doing it. That's number right. Number one. And number two, keep in mind, it's not just Whole Foods, but the uh, MSC, which is the Marine Stewardship Council, which is, once again, it's a third-party non-governmental organization that certifies fisheries all around the world. And it has been targeted even by environmentalists as being way too kind of um, private. They take money. You, you pay a significant sum of money to certify a fishery, so it's kind of a pay-to-play thing. Mm. Now, of course, they're buddying up with these environmental groups. Perhaps, you know, they're all in it for a certain, you know, a dollar or, or some sort of grant that's out there. But MSC is pulling their certification as well. And and a ton of major hotel operations say we only buy fish that's certified MSC because they want to they want to pawn off that responsibility to another organization um, to be able to say, well, we follow their certifications. We don't do our own science. We do. Mm-hmm. We just follow whatever they mm-hmm. say. So that's going to affect purchasing um, from a B2B standpoint when MSC pulls their um, their MSC logo. Chef Andrew Gruel, it's a joy having you. How do folks find out more about you? And I know you got a lot going on, so what's the best place for folks to find you? 
you know, follow me on Twitter at Chef Gruel, or you can go to my website, www.chefgruel.com. That's G-R-U-E-L, just like the porridge. Awesome. Andrew, thanks. Always on the background, but I appreciate him. And, again, he, he's he's not your typical no. chef, not by a long shot. No, he is not. So very sharp individual, by the way. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. And uh, Dave Bancroft wants to help you with all of your windows and doors and whatever you need there, including just some upgrades. This may be something that you're looking at and say, you know what, I've only got... One door, one window I need to get taken care of. They can do that. 303-529-0720. That's Veteran Windows and Doors. Replace your windows this season without making sacrifices to your comfort. Relax, knowing that even when your installation is scheduled during the winter, Veteran Windows and Doors won't interrupt the functionality of your home. By installing one window at a time, they can contain temperature changes to one area of your home during the install by sealing off areas of the house where possible. Veteran Windows and Doors prioritize your standard of living now and in the future, too. Every job is fully weatherproofed and flashed by your technician, going beyond what building codes require, so you never need to worry about the integrity of the insulation after the job is done. Replace your windows or doors this winter with Veteran Windows and Doors and ensure your comfort during the install and in the future, too. Call 303-529-0270 now. That's 303-529-0720. Or fill out a contact form at klzradio.com slash windows to make an appointment. All right, upgrades when it comes to plumbing, yes, High Five can do that. All the maintenance items you have, they can do that as well. And emergency services, you name it, they're there for you. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Winterizing your swamp cooler yourself sounds easy until you're actually on the roof trying to figure it out. Don't forego this essential winter checklist item. Call the experts at High Five Plumbing. Preparing your swamp cooler for winter is imperative to stave off mildew, mold, and rust that can build up over time with improper care. Properly winterizing your swamp cooler maximizes its life, so leave it to the professionals at High Five. The main issue that can arise from incorrectly winterizing your swamp cooler is burst or cracked pipes. In the summer, when you try to use it, you discover that it's broken or worse, that it caused devastating hidden water damage to your home. Don't skip this crucial winter prep. Call High Five Plumbing. Mention KLZ for a wave service call fee and a free tub of BioClean drain cleaner. Visit klzradio.com slash plumbing or call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends in a high five. All right, Solar Energy Partners, find out if solar is a good fit for you. Just call Alan Davis today, 303-378-7537. Imagine what having a $0 per month electricity bill would be like in retirement. As soon as you get solar installed with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners, you'll start saving on your power bill. The monthly cost for solar will never increase no matter how much energy you use. Owning solar is like having a net zero power bill that eventually turns into a monthly credit when you finish the monthly payments on the solar panels. What you save can give you extra money each month to use as you see fit. Installing solar used to be cost prohibitive, but not anymore. Just consider the amount of money you shell out every month on your power bill alone. The energy provider profits on that money because it isn't being invested. Investing your payments in solar means that money will actually serve a purpose. When you finish your payments, you won't have to pay for power anymore. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consultation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537. 
303-378-7537 or visit klzradio.com slash sun. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, we are back. Myself, Andy, and Craig from Wheat Ridge joining us now. Go ahead, Craig. What's going on, sir? Hey, John. Um, I'm kind of busy doing other stuff, so I was kind of listening while I'm doing other stuff. Your previous guest. Now, the reason for the uh, attack on the lobster fishermen is because of why? He thinks it's because they're entrepreneurs and they control some of the food supply, that if you're looking to control it in a different way, they can't because each one of those guys is independently owned and operated, like me. Now, were they trying to use the excuse that this was interfering with the path of the migration of the whales or something like that also? Actually hurting the whales directly. It's okay. nonsense, Basically by the saying way. they're getting caught in, yeah. in lines and netting, even it, though the lines and netting have been now... For 20 rec- years. Yes, for 20 years, uh, adapted to simply break free when they go Correct. through. So it, it's a non-issue, Craig. This is just a bunch of nonsense, as usual. Well, last night on the news, you know, as the, the elites of upper New England do not want the windmills, you know, onshore. Yeah. They want to put them offshore. Of course. Not in my, so it's NIMBY, they, not in my backyard. Okay, but in doing so, they are saying that this is going to hurt the, the migration of the whales. So, again, the hypocrisy of the left. Yep. Okay, we don't want lobster fishermen impeding or, you know, having the whales get entangled in their nets, but we're going to put our windmills out there, and we don't care what it does to the whales. But, right. Craig, that's to save the earth, and the whales are on the earth. This this is helping them. Hmm. Well, certain species of whales, I understand, are endangered species. So, <laughs> you know. Craig, uh, you'll never meet, and I don't care what anybody says, you'll never meet a bigger hypocrite than a lefty. Than an well, environmental lefty, especially. Yeah, an environmental lefty, especially. Yeah. Yes, good one. Yes. So it just shows you they take up one cause and say that it, the reason is is A, and then they take up another cause and the reason is B, and A and B conflict. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, uh, just, uh, well, I didn't know if you are aware of, of, this, of this issue with the windmills. Oh, yeah, and it's just, and everything, is, to your point, is maddening, because they don't think in rational thoughts at all. Yeah, well, they will be in control of those who are running the windmills. Right. They will not be in control of the small businessmen who are... That's the biggest issue. Yeah, bringing Correct. in lobster. Correct. Because I can see the windmills being far more of an impact to the migration oh, yes. of the whales than, than Definitely. lobster fish. These lobster fishermen have been out there for years. Yep. They know their trade very well, by the way. There's even shows well, on TV about it and what they do and how they handle things and so on. And the reality is all of that type of fishing, that crab up, you know, the 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 animals that they are harvesting, the life that they are harvesting, if you look at what they do to help all of that life, and even what they do in the off season, Craig, it's far more than any other than any tree hugger will ever do. Yeah, well, I just again, it just I, I realize the hypocrisy after hearing your guest. It's like, yep. okay, yep, we're, we're we're concerned about the whales, but we're really not. You're right. You know? You're correct. Yep. Nope, good one, Craig. No, appreciate it very much. Speaking of hypocrisy, Andy. Yeah. What's the CDC want us to do now? The CDC has now just come out and is again urging people to wear masks indoors. 
The reason, and I'm reading this from uh, Newsmax, the reason for encouraging mask use is what a health official is calling a triple-demic. The flu, RSV, and COVID-19. So it's a triple-demic. The CDC's December 8 report says that, and, and it just says basically we're, we're heading into a peak season. John, two of those things, the flu and RSV, have been around for ever. ever right. And we have never had wide, required my, widespread mask use to address them. Nope. But they have to add them to, the, to COVID-19. Why? Because people are no longer, people realize it didn't stop COVID-19. COVID-19, and, and you know, this is really funny because like Chef Gruel was saying, so many people only get their news because they're busy. They don't get it like from shows like this and from, from Fox reading. and reading and so forth. They get it from the biggies. Right. right. Who, are, who are all saying you need the mask, you need the you need the shot, you need the mask, you need the shot. But despite all that, these people everywhere were seeing COVID-19 fly through communities that were vaccinated and masked. So even so, what I'm saying is this. Everybody knows it doesn't work on those. And that's why they got to throw in the other two that we've never used masks. for. Correct. Nope. you're exactly right. That's the only way they can sell it, quote unquote. Well, speaking of selling. And this is before we go to break, okay? This is what uh, Barbara Farrar, the L.A. County um, Director of Public Health, in other words, a tyrant, mm -hmm. uh, here's what she said. When you put on your mask for these few weeks during this surge, it is about the people of L.A. County. It is about every individual, every visitor, our health care workers, essential workers, and other people who serve. In, ad listen to this. In addition to vaccination, it is one of the easiest things everyone can do right now. Now, okay, well, two big problems. In these few weeks of this surge, you mean like uh, you, you mean like fifteen days to stop the spread? Right. I mean, is there anybody stupid enough to believe they're going to let go of the power once they get you? And not just these government officials, but the maskers. Right. Once the maskers right. have, you know, who want to wear masks because they want to make everybody else do it. Once they have everybody around them wearing it, do you think they want to let it go? Of course no. Not. And number two. Again, this gets people used to doing what? Waiting on government to give them their freedom. That's right. Okay. Well, are the numbers good enough? Can we take them off now? Can we get back to, you know. I've been a good little boy. Yeah, I've been a good little small business. Can I run right. my business? Can I not force people to wear these things yep. and be that? See what it, I'm Andy. saying? No, that's it, Andy. 100%. Spot on. She is a tyrant. Yep. They are all tyrants. They all are. Our CDC is no longer the CDC because it has nothing to do with what those letters represent. Nope. They're simply tyrants. They're tyrants and they're clueless to boot. Yeah. So they're clueless tyrants, even, which is even worse. Because what, look, the they reason, have nothing to back up what they're wanting you to do. They're willfully ignorant. Yes. Why would they care to have the facts when that's not their goal, when their goal isn't to make you safer? You look, their goal is to control you. That's right. You look around the world, folks, right now, if you don't believe me, look around the world and look at the countries that are the most heavily vaccinated and tell me where the largest deaths from COVID are in those areas where they're the highest vaccinations. Yeah. So, folks, again, the CDC has no idea what they're talking about. And Clueless. By, and by the way, what about all-cause deaths? When you when you look at the vaccinated regions, oh my! You're not going to get accurate numbers here because they cover them. But you go Correct. to England, you go to Israel, you go Correct. to these places. Not good. That's right. Absolute electrical heating and air. Or sorry, let's do this. Four to Munchers Mortgage coming up next. Uh, Kurt Rogers. Anything you need when it comes to a mortgage, give him a call. Kurt's your guy. He is the expert when it comes to re to mortgages, and uh, he's my guy. He is my broker, by the way. Four to Munchers Mortgage. Seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? 
Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913% the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. $29 $29 furnace tune-up special. That's at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Call them now and make that appointment. That's for this week only, 720-526-0231. You need to know about the issues that could eventually break your heating system. With a $29 furnace tune-up this week only from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, you can catch small problems while they're still small. Not only does a furnace tune-up with Absolute stave off major repairs, it also reduces energy costs through a higher performance, saving you more in the future. When you schedule your $29 furnace tune-up this week only with Absolute, they do a full diagnostic check of your furnace so that you're informed about any repairable issues before even giving them a chance to get worse. Improve longevity and efficiency of your furnace by scheduling a furnace tune-up, $29 this week only, with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Call right now to schedule, 720-526-0231, or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Group Insurance Analysts, all of your insurance needs, just call Group Insurance Analysts. Health, auto, home, you name it, they can do it all. 303-423-0162. Don't try to find the right Medicare plan alone. Call Group Insurance Analysts today for a free Medicare analysis before you accidentally enroll in the wrong plan. Group Insurance Analysts' team of Medicare specialists will do the research for you, creating an easy-to-read report tailored to your unique situation. Since GIA Insurance represents more than 20 Medicare companies, they will compare networks to find the right coverage at the best price for you. GIA will check to make sure your plan covers your specific meds and your doctor. Best of all, your comprehensive Medicare analysis with GIA costs you nothing. Set up a one-on-one meeting with a Medicare specialist who represents you, not the insurance company. Call the team at Group Insurance Analysts now for your complimentary Medicare analysis. 303-423-0162 or visit e-gia.com. Get more without paying more. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes. And, yeah, we finished up there that last little segment talking about the whole recommendations of the CDC. And, by the way, you're seeing this in a lot of different places. I've even had, which I, I won't do, but I've had requests for folks to come on air and talk about how 
bad it you know the the resurgence of COVID is in schools and this that and the other and you know they want to come on and talk and how do we protect ourselves and this that and the other and no I don't give them the time of day because we already know the answers. They're the, they're all the same people who were completely wrong. Correct. The first couple times. So why around. would I want them on here to talk about how to be safe? Yeah, it, it's like look, if you're always wrong, then you're not pushing help. You're pushing an agenda. Correct. And that's what's be that's and as we know, Andy, that's what's happening now. Yeah, We're well, pushing an agenda. Well, John, you run a show. You are interested in helping, in aiding yeah. your listeners. You want them to be healthier. You want them to and, live and better lives. It's not You're that not I don't interested want... in pushing this person's agenda. Yeah, and it's not that I don't want to have them on and debate because there are some folks that, you know, don't always agree with us, Andy, that I'll have on and we'll debate back and forth in a friendly manner. Yeah. But when it comes to this and you know these guys are dyed in the wool. You know, lefties that are going to, no matter what, push a vaccine and a mask mandate and so on. I, I just don't have time for that. Well, and John, you got to keep in mind, they have about 50,000 avenues through which they can push their agenda. It's not like they're silenced. Okay. Correct. You have a limited amount of time. You got three hours a day. You got a zillion people wanting to come on. At some point, you got to say, look, we're going to give information you're not hearing through those 50,000 other outlets. Correct. And folks, you're not going to government. You're not going to hear us ever. You know me. You know Andy. We are not ever going to come on air and talk about how you need to mask up, vaccine up, you know, do whatever. Now, we've also always said, you know what? If you want to wear a mask, knock your socks off. I think you look stupid when you do so. But hey, whatever you want to do, more power to you. Yeah, live your life. You know, whatever. I mean, it's no different if you wanted to wear a bicycle helmet everywhere you would. Knock your socks off. I wouldn't. I think you look like a dork. But hey, if that's what you feel you want to do, go for it. You know, right? I, th- I think there are some places where a bicycle helmet would be very, very... Um, Maybe, but, you know... It would look great. You know, yeah, that's another one. No, and again, I'm not, not trying to... You Weddings, know, for I'm instance. not trying to put anybody down that rides a bike and wears a helmet, because I realize that's, you know, safety, safety first and all that. But isn't it amazing that somehow we all grew up without any of that crap and we lived? Yep. I mean, we jumped over things and... Had no helmets on, and yeah, but this somehow, all, some way, we lived. But, you know, John, this plays into the exact same thing. The reason the vaccine and the masks went so far the last time around is because we first have created, over the past couple decades, a bubble wrapping of children yes, in our society. we have, Andy. You've got terrified parents out there. Yes. And it's not just that they're terrified that... Well, gee, I don't want my kid hurt. It goes beyond that. They're terrified that anyone will blame them if their kid ever is hurt. Yes, you are correct. Yes. Right? No, you, yeah. They're worried percent. about this group, that group, another group coming at them and saying, why didn't you protect your kid more? Yes. They fell down and went boom. And now we bubble wrap our kids so much that when when the vac- vaccines and the masks came along, it was very easy to transition into slap all this on them and in them. You're right. Even though it doesn't help them. We, we live in such a non-risk society. It's probably the best way for me to say it, Andy. Yes. We live in such a non-risk society. I think it's also, we could, I mean, we could talk literally for the rest of the show about this whole non-risk society and how it's affecting everything from entrepreneurship to kids in school to on down the line we go. We are so risk intolerant. In other words, we can't handle any kind of risk whatsoever. No. We're not willing to go out on a limb and do anything. Right. It's, it's killing our lives, in my opinion. Yeah. Say that again, Charlie? Risk-averse. Yeah, we're risk-averse. Yeah, we, right. we, we, we are so risk-averse that, that we can't even enjoy life. You know, life is about risk. John, people can't even risk, especially on college campuses, they can't even risk being offended. No. Forget about risk actually being harmed in some Words way. Words might offend me. Yes. 
they can't risk a speaker they disagree with coming to their school. Yeah, we've gone from sticks and stones will break your bones, but names will never hurt me, to sticks and stones will break your bones, and all the names you throw at me will, too. Right. <laughs> I mean, literally, Andy. That's I the mean, point we've gotten. Well, the, the lunatic press secretary for the president, she... She is a loony tune, yeah, too. What was it? Just one or two days ago, she came out and basically said, these people who are criticizing um, Fauci... Right. They are causing, she had to use the word dangerous. This dangerous criticism, dangerous. When you criticize dangerously, um, violent threats can come his way. And I'm thinking, lady, by that definition, all, all criticism of anybody can be declared as dangerous because Correct. somebody somewhere could hear it Correct. and they could, oh, gee, possibly respond to that and do something bad. Correct. Risk. Talk about risk averse. No, you're right. No wonder we told everybody to get masks and get a shot, and they all did. They lined up for them, Andy. They lined they up for them. They waited, in some cases, half a day or more to get them. And then, and then in the aftermath, when COVID raged through the the vaccinated community they still looked for every possible way to defend it that's right it was it was ridiculous that's it was right. like listening to a cult john and cheyenne you're up sir go ahead hey guys what's going on we're good how are you hey john oh hey john before you oh, jump into whatever your topic is i want to know what's the snow like up there oh we got lucky okay west of cheyenne 20 miles it hit the east side so okay for a change, it missed me. I mean, wow. I did still see nothing but brown grass, so I'm not complaining because, you know, a lot of times, like last night when I got home from work, uh, I parked my truck down at the county road, which is about a mile from the house, just in case mm. we did get a foot of snow, I would be able to get out if I needed to. So I just took my dog when I got off the clock because my, my boss was great today. He said, you know what? I don't want to worry about you getting into work. Just work from home. Nice. And I was like, okay. Nice. I'm not complaining. It's, yeah. Good. You know, it, that, you know, when you get a good boss that's reasonable, it always makes your job nice. nicer. That's but, nice. Uh, I just walked. Yeah, I just walked down and got my truck, brought it back up because it looks like it's over. I yeah, it's over here. Some blue sky and sun. Yeah, I saw some blue sky and sun out to the west, but the wind's blowing about 35 miles an hour, so it's cold. You do live in Wyoming, you know. Degrees with. Yeah. yeah, that you know, for I you, mean, that's, that's still normal. That's still air. <laughs> that's a calm day, John. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. That's normal. It's, you know, we, we uh, get upset about the wind when it says sustained 55, not 35. Right, right. Do you guys have to use, like, um, those, do you guys have to use, do kids up there have to use those chains that we would use for anchors when they want to fly a kite just to hold on to it? I don't know. I've never, I, I can't. Remember, in the 19 years I've lived here, ever seeing anybody fly a kite? Oh wow, wow! Okay, just tear apart. All right. Yeah, not. I'm not saying they don't. I just can't remember seeing anybody do it. I was a kid. I grew up flying kites, but sure. that's different. So you were talking about <clears throat> stupid things that we did in a way as kids, and how different a society it is. Right. And I'll just give you the prime example. When I was in like sixth, seventh grade, 11, 12 years old, you know the thing. We, if you could get five bucks out of your father, that was enough to buy a general admission seat and two subway tokens. And they would let us take the subway from where we lived in Brooklyn all the way out to Queens 
and to get there through Manhattan to go to Shea Stadium for a ball game. Hmm. What would happen if you let 11- and 12-year-olds ride the subways today? You'd be arrested. To go to a ball game. They'd probably arrest well, you. Social arrested. services would, yeah, they'd would show come up. and take your children. Yeah. And, you know, we were we went as a group. We didn't do stupid things. You know, we made sure we all knew which way we were going, what train we were changing to. And we were, our parents said, okay, we're going to let you do this. Be responsible. Don't make me have to come get you or whatever. You know what I mean? And you learn. By bubble wrapping these kids, you're not teaching them any responsibility. Right. On how to that's make right. good choices. That's right. And that's the biggest one of the things I really like about my daughter and son-in-law is they are kind of a little free-range parenting. I mean, the kids say, ah, we're going out riding our bikes. They're like, okay, be back in an hour or whatever. Nice. They, all right, they bought they bought them both uh, watches that they can make a phone call or uh, uh, send a text on, you know, the technology today. They nice. They have their own little watch. Though. Nice. They can be got in touch with. But still, they're, they're – uh, 11 and 10, and they let them go out and ride their bikes, let them go play with their friends. They're not constantly worried about supervising them. Um, they, have to rem- and, uh, they have to remind them to wear their helmets because they don't want to. But if a kid gets caught in California not wearing a helmet riding a bicycle, the parent gets the ticket. Could you imagine? No, wearing I can't. a helmet riding a bicycle? Did you ever wear a helmet no. riding a bicycle? No, never. I would like to see the crack the crack police units that have to prosecute that and go after the parent show up at their door. The only, growing up in the city, we everything was concrete for the most part. And when we were going to do something stupid with a bicycle, like jump it or something, then we'd usually put a football helmet on because that was the only helmet we had was a football helmet. Right, right. Just, you know, I had a friend of mine, and John, you know how strong they were. He had a Schwinn apple crate. Oh, yeah. And he snapped the frame on it on a jump. Wow. I don't know. how. None of us ever figured out how he did it. Jeez. Uh, because those were like, all, those bikes were pretty much indestructible. Yeah, they were. But, Good stories. But last thing, Craig, Craig was talking about the windmills they want yes. to put offshore. Yes. Do you, re- do you remember when Kennedy stopped that? No, I don't. Okay. Real quick, right off of Cape Cod, uh, you know, that area, is some of the best sustained winds on the planet. That's why they used to always hold the America's Cup there, because they could do sailing every day. They always had good winds, 15 to 30 miles an hour. Okay. So they wanted to put windmills, and Kennedy, Ted Kennedy put an absolute stop because it would have affected their view from the Kennedy compound. Uh. That's all. That explains every liberal. They want it, but not by me. Yep. The NIMBY principle. Yep, that is exactly right, John. To, to, last thing, to prove your point, you know how you always need the exception to prove a point? Mm-hmm. Ed Bagley Jr., the actor, he walks the walk. You know he only rides a bicycle? He doesn't travel I did on not anything. know that. He is a, a full environmentalist but he powers his house with wind and solar and he i read an article and he has a bicycle that runs a generator that he can use to get extra power if he needs it and then he rides a bicycle everywhere he goes 
and he has a small, and this guy's made a lot of money acting. He has a small two-bedroom, one-bathroom house. So he's one of the ones that does actually walk the walk, which proves that most liberals don't care. Yep, you're exactly right. Because if they want to, they can. Yep, that's exactly right. You guys have a great day. You too, John. Appreciate it very much. Connor from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air joining us now. Connor, what's going on, sir? John, it is so great to be live with you right now. We're just passing a year of being part of the Russian awesome. KLZ community. And I have to say, some of the best some of the best community on the airwaves right now. We appreciate so super it, Connor. Happy to be a partner with you. Oh, we appreciate it very much. I mean that sincerely. In light of that, you guys have a great special going on right now where folks need to really take advantage of it. There's a couple of weeks left before Christmas. I mean, not two full weeks, but getting close. you still got plenty of time this week or next to get your guys out. What do you got going on along those lines? So, John, we've, we've helped hundreds of KLZ listeners avoid heat loss throughout multiple winters. And this week, we're running a special just because you know we love your listeners. $29 of furnace inspection um, as the cold and the snow continues throughout this week. So that inspection is just until this Friday for $29. Okay. That's a good deal by the way. That's that's a you know that's a substantial stav- savings going into the you know we talked to Jordan Goodman in the first hour talking about you know folks are at Christmas, they've got bills, they've got other things going on. This is a substantial savings and really helping people out over the holidays, Connor. Certainly. Certainly. I mean this is this is a huge value. It's a 20-point inspection on your furnace. Airflow, we're checking the airflow, we're checking the motors, we're checking the burners, we're checking your filtration. And we're checking the safety of your heat exchanger. So really, it's, it's the vitals of your HVAC system we're checking right before one of the you know, biggest times of the year for you and your family, yep. Christmas. Yep, and winter is only a few, officially winter is a few days away, about seven days away. We actually, right now, are still in the fall months, Connor, so winter doesn't even officially start for a week or so. So we still got a lot of winter left is my point. Knock, knock, wake up call, everybody. There you go. There you go. It's coming. Yep, it is. Connor, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you, sir? Definitely give us a call. Um, John, you definitely have the phone number on that, but please just give us a call. Um, John and John, we appreciate you greatly. I'll give them that number right now, 720-526-0231. If you're driving and you forget that, you can go to RushToReason.com or KLZRadio.com and find it there as well. Connor, man, thanks. If I don't talk to you before Christmas, Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas and a happy new year to you and yours. Appreciate you very much, Connor. And Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, great partners of ours, guys. And really appreciate Connor and the crew and the special they've got going on. So, again, 29 bucks. Have them out. Get your furnace inspected and do it now. Geno's Auto Service is next. They want to take care of your vehicle as well. That's, again, one of those things where proper maintenance will make it last a lot longer. 303-794-6700. Take advantage of Geno's Auto Service's Alignment and Tire Rotation Special. Winter in Colorado can be tough on your car. Now, through the end of the month, get your vehicle aligned and all four tires rotated for just $99.99. For just $99.99. Geno's can also check to see that your heater is working properly with the cold months ahead. For over 39 years, Geno's has been serving customers along the front range. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with a Napa Peace of Mind warranty covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. 
don't forget to check out all of Gino's Google reviews. This holiday season, Gino's would like to thank all their clients and longtime customers for their patronage and support. We truly appreciate it. Wishing everyone happy holidays. Stop in or visit us online at Genosautoservice.com. That's Gino's with a J. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith would love to help you with all of your future financial plans. Just talk to Al today. It's really easy. Go to klzradio.com or call him directly at 303-744-1128. When you don't have a strategy for your money, you're being reactive rather than proactive. Financial advisor Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial is your resource for financial preparation moving into 2023 with proprietary year-end planning. Al Smith recommends only changes that he feels are genuinely in your best interest. As a fiduciary, Al will move your financial future in the direction that is truly in your best interest. Get your financial ducks in a row before the new year with year-end planning from Golden Eagle Financial. By proactively working together, your resolutions aren't just fleeting thoughts anymore. They're expert-reviewed plans. Get a fresh look at your plan with Golden Eagle Financial. Your source for year-end planning. Call now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. You never considered that being a business owner meant you might not get time with your family. John Rush will assess the issues of your business so you can work to live and not live to work. You originally started it to provide for your family, but now it's become a professional crutch that you must live with. He advises you to accept that your venture has potential for profitability without you in the immediate vicinity. Enjoy the fruits of your labor with your family, working with John Rush to make these adjustments so that your business means more time together, not apart. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Listen online, klzradio.com. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, another news. This one's going to be tough to cover in about five or six minutes, which is all we have for the rest of this Our an ex-Navy SEAL, some of you have heard this story, some maybe not, but there's an ex-Navy SEAL who transitioned from male to female, says he's now transitioning back. He blasts the VA for giving him hormones after an hour-long consultation and calls the sex change the worst mistake of his life. Yes, I'm sure it is. Yeah, it is. And he's, he's really upset because, like I feel, a lot of folks that are going through some of these struggles in their world, they're not getting the right consultation. It's too easy for somebody just to say, oh, here, take these uh, hormone blockers or take these hormones or take this testosterone or take this or take that or have this sex change or whatever the case may be. And, and it's become such a lucrative medical end of things, Andy, that there's a ton, in my opinion, there's a ton of doctors that are, you know, doctors and so on that are, you know, care units that are making, you know, boatloads of money off of this, that right. that's why they're recommending this nonsense is what I completely, is what I call it, because that's what it is, is utter nonsense. And now that some of the folks have gone through with, with these transitions, they're wanting to transition back. And by the way, he's not the only one. This is not the only story out there like that. There's many, many others that say, listen, this is the worst thing I ever did. 
look, guys, you're damaging your body. Correct. You literally have to mutilate your body. Correct. Chemically or, you know, physically. Or both. How can that be a good thing? It's How can that be a good thing? Oh, gee, I don't identify with this body I was born into. What? Okay, I don't identify as right-handed. In fact, I don't identify as a biped. I I don't identify as fat, Andy, but I am. (laughs) (laughs) I don't identify as this height. I don't identify as, look, you were born with it. And I don't care. You you want to be gay, straight. You want to do whatever you want with your body, live your life. But when it comes to actually damaging your body and and saying this is because I uh, uh, might... My feelings about how my body is, this is ridiculous. And and here's my issue. Even if that's your true, genuine feelings after going through all of the, what I think should be hours upon hours upon hours of consultation and therapy and so on. Right. If after all of that, Andy, you still feel like that's something you want to do, then you know what? I guess if that's what you want to do, knock your socks off. I think it's a very unwise choice for anybody to ever make. And I think it's a choice that the majority of people will regret on down the road. They may not even admit they regret it, but trust me, deep down inside, they're going to regret it. John, I have the right to drive my car off a cliff. If you want to, be my guest. I have the right to do all kinds of damage to myself. You can do all, if you want to do this to yourself, you know, that's your life. That's your choice. Right. But you know what, John? I'm really sick and by, tired. By, by the way, it's also my obligation as a sane individual to tell you that's a bad idea, Andy. Yeah. If, well, if you came to me and said, you know what, John, I'm depressed. I think I'm just going to drive my car off a cliff. It would be, it, I would be irresponsible if I didn't say, man, Andy, we need to talk about this. That, that, that's not the right approach to life, and you've got a family and other things going on and so on and so forth, and do you realize the damage that's going to do to other people around you? And again, it's my responsibility as a friend to have those conversations, is it not? It is so your, where are these people's friends, is my point. Yes. First of all, where are their friends? Secondly, why are the John Rushes out there being demonized for simply offering their perspective and saying, look, uh, you are damaging something that is functioning perfectly well. Great point. Okay? Great point. And, and by the way, why do we have government institutions literally trying to shut down people from simply speaking the other side? This is ridiculous. Oh, and one last thing, and the worst thing of all, kids. How dare you allow children to do anything with their gender, their physical gender, before they're 18? Actually, Andy, this is one of those where, because we know brains don't fully develop until folks are in their early 20s, this is one of those areas where I'm not a big law guy. You know that. I'm not a guy that always thinks that the government needs to interfere with things. But right. when it comes to these types of operations, I don't even think 18 is old enough to make that decision. No, I agree. It isn't. Okay. I would I would go with 21 mm-hmm. minimum. But, you know, let's face it. We, we call 18 an adult. Fine. Okay. Anything before 18, absolutely not. It should be forbidden. It's child You abuse. cannot do any agree. altering to your body Correct. before that time. Correct. I agree. And that ought to be a law, by the way, I think. Period. Yes. Period. Flat out. It's a law. You can't do it. Right. Not going to happen. You want to do it after? Live it up. Do you want to do it when you're 18 and you've had some of those decisions and you can Not think my through things cognitively and so on? But yeah, but yeah, I, I don't want to pay for it. No. Why? Why? And that, when they were doing it in the military, why would I pay, should I pay a dime for shouldn't. you to do this to yourself? You shouldn't, Andy. K&R Home Transitions is next. We heard from Catherine and Robin yesterday. And anything you've got when it comes to 
transitioning, KNR is the place to call. They are our real estate experts. Two for the price of one, 720-437-8210. Living with your family in a multi-generational house makes sense until it doesn't. Talk to Catherine and Robin at K&R Home Transitions before making this kind of commitment. The problems can sneak up on you. Expenses are high. Health issues can come up for you or your loved ones. And overall inflation just makes everything so much worse. Catherine and Robin can help you avoid these potential issues. They help you consider the risks of including your family in a real estate deal before you get locked into a living situation that can deplete your valuable resources like your time, energy, and money. Be informed when considering multi-generational housing with Catherine and Robin from K&R Home Transitions. Be positive that combined housing is the right move by calling them now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or leave them a detailed message by using the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. This isn't rage radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, Andy and I, another flower coming your way. Michael Hambrick is going to join us at the top of the hour. He's actually a veteran television anchor, reporter, TV correspondent, and president of Save America's Freedom. We're going to talk to him as soon as we come back. Don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Oh, so we do have another minute. I'm sorry, Charlie. I wasn't looking at the clock correctly. We have one more minute. Thank you, by the way. Okay. So I have a minute to talk. <laughs> well, I got all messed up there. You got all messed up. Jeez. Normally, I don't do that. Normally, I'm late. That's funny. No, normally, the clock's clicking down, and he's he's like moving moving along here. But, I know, I know. He does crack a whip, but I'm no, I know a it's in good shape. Whip. So, anyways, you know, back back really quick. I just want to comment on yeah. your comment a moment ago about how we as taxpayers should not be paying for any of those things. Hundred percent, we should not. Right, should not be what we as taxpayers pay for ever. I agree. If you want to pay for it, write the check. You know, and the other side will say, well, we pay for you know other alterations that people do to their bodies. You know. Sex, I mean, uh, penal enlargements and things like this. In the VA that, we do? That has actually happened. To my oh. answer, And my answer to that is this. Don't pay for any of those. Exactly. Why Thank are we you. paying for anything that you want to pay, that? Yes. that you want to alter, adapt, improve, or whatever your body? No, 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 no. no Nothing agree. cosmetic at I, all. I agree, Andy. All right, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.